0: All you need to know, the NDTV Profit podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. Today is the 24th of January. U.S. equities are seemingly defying gravity, with the S&P 500 rising to fresh all-time high for the third session in a row. Tech stocks continue to hold their ground despite resetting of expectations that rate cuts are around the corner. In fact, bond yields continue to rise and on the long end of the spectrum, with the 10-year Treasury yield now consolidating above 4.1%. That's normally seen as a not-so-good sign for equity markets. The yield on the two-year Treasury, meanwhile, has fallen. Equity markets back home have been under significant selling pressure, largely led by foreign institutional investors. They sold another 3,100 crore rupees of equity on a net basis in trade yesterday. In fact, FIIs have sold Indian equity worth close to 26,700 crore rupees in January alone, most of which was sold in just the last five trading sessions. A lot of the selling has been concentrated in the banking space, led by HDFC Bank, and that's put the scanner on private sector bank earnings, with deposit growth being a bit of a concern. Axis Bank has seen its net profit rise 3.7% on a year-on-year basis in the third quarter to a little over 6,000 crore rupees, though it was weighed down by a rise in operating expenses. The bank reported a net interest margin of 4.01% in the third quarter. That's a compression of about 10 basis points. But uh, the one to watch was its capital adequacy ratio, which has declined on account of the regulatory changes introduced by the Reserve Bank of India. In other news, the Competition Commission of India has approved the acquisition of 5.27% stake in Religare Enterprises by the Burman family, which are the owners as you know of Dabur India. The acquisition will be done by four Burman controlled entities. According to the CCI release, the Berman family intend to acquire the 5.27% of stake from the open market and an open offer of uh, up to 26% of the total expanded voting share capital will then follow. Uh, They had a shareholding of 21.17% in Relige as of December 2023. Now, the Competition Commission of India has also given its green light to the Sajjan Jindal-led JSW Group to acquire up to 38% stake in MG Motor India. JSW Group's wholly-owned subsidiary JSW Ventures Singapore will be acquiring the stake in MG Motor. Now, 2024 will bring with it a sense of deja vu for the Indian IT services industry, as the veil of the slowdown seen last year is unlikely to lift. That's according to Sudhir Singh, Chief Executive Officer, of CoForge, which despite the uncertainties around demand, has managed to live up to the growth expectations that it set in a lackluster year, so much so that the company has retained its annual guidance set at the beginning of the ongoing financial year. You can read more about that interview on the website ndtvprofit.com. In international news, Netflix has acquired the exclusive rights to Raw as well as other programming from the World Wrestling Entertainment Federation, marking its first big move into live events. Netflix reported its biggest gain in customers since the pandemic for the final three months of 2023 and has agreed to pay $5 billion over the course of the 10-year deal. Raw will air on Netflix in the US, Canada, Latin America and other markets starting January 2025. Now, we've already spoken about the U.S. markets and uh, markets in the Asia-Pacific region are mixed this morning with the Japanese Nikkei 225 down about a third of a percent, while the Australian benchmark was flat and the KOSPI in South Korea was lower by as much as seven-tenths of a percent. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How are we looking today?
1: Good morning, Alex. Uh, Well, it's... um... We we did something slightly beyond what the world markets did yesterday. So, in some sense, uh, difficult to quite predict whether, because the world markets are a bit quiet today, we will also remain quiet or no. Uh, but very likely that we may remain sideways to marginally lower in the session today as well. Uh, doesn't look like that there is going to be a dramatic uh, change uh, in that aspect. So, that's to be that's one thing uh, to watch out for. Uh, for certain in the session today now um, remember uh, we're not in an extreme fear zone which necessarily warrants a very sharp reversal in fact most uh, reports seem to suggest that there are uh, supports the 50 dma for the nifty and the 100 dma for the nifty bank is just a few hundred points away and if we break that then the near then the other supports are not quite there so you can look at it both ways that if the supports get broken then maybe we'll have a sharp downtick and if the market finds support at these levels then the, the downsides are not too high, but just the way the markets fell yesterday seems to suggest that uh, stretch sectors are seeing corrective moves and that may well continue. IT is a bit resilient, but banks are a sore spot. FI selling continued in HDFC bank yet again. Fifth day on a trot now. We've seen some sharp corrections there and that is essentially one pain point which is what's happening to banks now stocks to watch today um, there's a lot of talk about Bharti Airtel prepaying but we know that it's not that big or material a piece for the eps of the company In fact, most brokerages seem to suggest that while this is positive on NPV basis to the company over a tenure of the spectrum, but the prepayment could help earnings by about 1% for FY25. So and no implications on the net debt, right? Because they are effectively doing it from internal accruals and cash. So effectively net debt stays the same. So no big uh, market related move expected on Airtel as a result of this. Uh, Results that stood out for me are NGL, rock solid numbers. Um, and i think uh, one of course there were beat in margins volume growth was very strong and the volumes were led both by cng and png as well as industrial and commercial volumes the point is that cng growth uh, was very impressive at eight percent which is something that most people would like margins could also remain supportive in q4 because spot lng prices we know have come off Qatar and India have signed an LNG deal as well. So lots happening here. NGL has actually secured some gas supply from Reliance's November 3rd, 23 auction as well. So it looks very good. Let's wait and watch what happens to MGL. Uh what United Spirits look very good too. Revenues were up 5.3%, which is okay. But the margins were impressive. Pat was up 63%, and the nine-month margin is now at 16.2%, which is ahead of the company's guidance of 15% at Q2. So for FI24. So therefore uh, unless something terribly goes wrong uh, United Spirits might see some upsides on on by, by brokerages after the con call so watch out for that Pidilite had a strong quarter Purwankara had a very strong quarter Hitachi Energy had a strong quarter in Pidilite the, ex, the uptick in margins was anticipated because of VAM prices and otherwise but just that it has beaten even the healthy estimates which is actually rock solid so watch out for Pidilite as well uh, what didn't do as well was JSW Energy maybe and For an expensive stock uh, to not deliver relative to estimates, miss, marginal miss, but miss nevertheless, uh, could mean maybe a bit of a corrective move. So these are a few stocks that I'll certainly watch out for. But all in all, a quietly anticipated Alex maybe a bit of a bounce in select pockets, but banks remain the key point to watch out for. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And that brings us to the end of
0: this edition of the All You Need to Know podcast. Thanks so much for listening in. Do stay tuned. Lots more coming up over the course of the day. And this is NDTV Profit.